All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Accountable Love Podcast, where love means being accountable. My name is Aziz, and today we have two guests from the organization Arambi, which is a community-based um, organization that uplifts the Black community and spreads knowledge about Black culture. We have Ta and Shah here, and obviously we're going to, you know, based on that point, we're going to have a discussion about how um, personal relationships affect the community. We all have personal relationships. We all should be able to select the relationships we want to select. But if they affect our community, and the way we're raising our children, the way we're raising each other, the way we're building each other, ultimately affects the community. Because if you have people in the community with similar mentalities, the same mindset, and they're looking towards positivity, and they're looking towards building positive relationships, then you have a community based on positive relationships. Therefore, the community will be positive. But if you have people that are comfortable in trauma, people that are comfortable sabotaging and destroying relationships, it affects the community. So are we responsible for the personal relationships we bring in our community? Well, Shy and Todd join me to discuss. All right, enjoy. First, I want to ask y'all, you know, being that this is a community-based um, organization, what do y'all personal relationships look like? How does that truly affect the, the community? What do you think having strong personal relationships, does it affect the community or doesn't it affect, does it affect the community? Or it doesn't affect the community, excuse me. I feel like, I, I feel like it's an individual, it's an individual <clears throat> when it comes to the community, it becomes individual. Mm-hmm. My my personal opinion, and the reason why I'm saying this is when before the organization, Ty and myself were were we were already very close friends. Okay. Um, we we attended we attended the same church. You know, you know, we met in church, and we've been friends for about ten years now. So before the organization, we had already had a very close friendship. You know, I, I referenced him as my brother, referenced me as his sister. And then when he started the org- organization, people came on. And I think, you know, some, some of the problem that we had is the people that came on into this organization, most of us were already very good friends. And I think bringing them in as a friendship level, because we were calling each other bros and sis, and I think bringing people in as a friendship level gets misconstrued sometimes when it comes to running the organization. Okay. Um, but I, I think that, you know, for me, I always say it's an individual thing, like, you know, and Ty can uh, back me up on this. I always say I'd rather leave the organization than to, you know, um, not have my friendship. Okay. Because to me, you know, even though I'm in the community, we're all in the community, I still feel like you can do community work without being connected to any one based organization. You know, friendship to, friendship to me is more um, important than being connected to the organization. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I, 
I, I feel like it's all how you choose to feel about, you know, where your level of friendship, brotherhood, sisterhood is, and where you choose, you know, where you choose to put the organization. Um, you know, I think it's an individual feeling or individual individual emotion. Okay. Yeah, I, I and I I piggyback off of that too because I think that um, you know, the elements of you know what we do in Harambe, um, we had to be very and I made this clear with the board, you know, we had to be very unapologetically black in what we was doing. Okay. Um, um, Osa County is known for its slave slavery ownership. Um, racist mentality, um, you know. So this is not like um, just doing something and we just to do it. You know, it's a a really strong message. Um, and when we say to be unapologetically black, is that that's exactly what we mean. Like we're not gonna um, secondary who we are because of the color of our skin. We're going to okay. be proud in the color of our skin. Definitely. So when we're talking about, um, you know, the relationship and, and, and the importance of it, what I was creating and what I am creating is the village. It's the village mentality. Definitely. You know, um, because as you see what's happening in the world today, um, you know, sorry to get a little bit off, but just look, just look at yesterday. You know, look at the Supreme Court decision. Mm -hmm. You know, taking over women's rights, owning their bodies. And this is why I say it's so relevant that we stand in our square, stand in our space, especially as Black people, because the attacks are happening and it's, and it's right in our face. And no one person could do it by themselves. No one person. So either we create this village and start building our foundation together and be prepared for what's coming or we suffer you know what's coming and we handle you know how we handle it but i believe that this is really looking at what's happening this is really making it very important that we come together as a village we stand together you know the relationships is us we, we are the relationship we the village Definitely. And in that village is how we protect and take care of our own because it's really getting ugly um, with these mass shootings and all this other stuff. We are literally being targeted again. Um, You're breaking up a little bit. And we have to not be great. I'm sorry, bro. Can you hear me, Matt? You hear me yeah. Is mm -hmm. um, um, you know, we be quiet about it or we do something about it. And I believe yeah. that building, I believe that building that Harambe culture and what it stands for, how Harambe is Swahili. Um, it's a Swahili, it's our first African language and mm -hmm. it means to come together people. Okay. And that's what we created. Yes, yes. I like that. I like that. So as y'all know, this is the Accountable Love Podcast. So when you hear, you know, coming on the podcast, when you hear accountable love, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And each of y'all can answer it. Accountable love to me is, you know, 
being a, being accountable in your love. Like, you know, like I, we have this thing, we, and that's a great thing we talk about all the time. You, you can't just throw the word I love you out there to anybody. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. You know, mm-hmm. you can't do it. And, and, it's, and, and that word love, just on the opposite side of hate, right? Mm-hmm. Those, are, those are powerful, right? And your love is sacred. It's sacred to you. And where you share that love at, you better make sure that's what it really is. And, and in that is your accountability. Definitely. If I'm going to tell you, Aziz, brother, I love you. You need to you need to you need to see more than the words come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. You need to see my action, and my action should should be held accountable to me saying I love you, my brother. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely, I, I, I you know to piggyback off of what Ty said, I, I have to agree with that. Accountable love is just what it says. Accountable love. So if you say as my brother or my sister. If if I'm saying that I'm I love you, I will hold you accountable because Definitely. I don't I don't believe that if you genuinely saying that you love somebody and they you know they're out of pocket, you 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 know you jump on a bandwagon to make them think that that is okay. No, you hold them accountable like you will hold someone else accountable, and that's pretty much what you know accountable love is. I love you enough to hold you accountable and tell you that you out of pocket. Definitely. Oh, some some excellent definitions. Okay, I like what I'm hearing. I like what I'm hearing. So, you know, like I heard y'all, you know, I I listened to what each of y'all was saying. And one thing about when we talk about accountable love, like first thing I'm going to acknowledge the, you know, I just did a, a whole message on a move about love and the opposite of love is actually indifference. It's like when you became slaves, when you became, you know, like when things were going on in our community, when people were not even acknowledging us, it's indifference. It's not even hate. Hate, you feel something. And hate, at least you feel something towards somebody. You at least know them enough to hate them. Indifference is where they don't even, they disregard you. They don't even know you exist. You know, you ever felt some way towards a person and it's like, yeah, I wish you the best, but you really have no emotional attachment anymore. That's indifference. When you hate a person, you still care about them. In some way, some form of fashion, they still rent space in your head. You still have animosity towards them or whatever it is. But when you're indifferent, you can care less. They can die today tomorrow and you can care less. So we like to educate people and say, okay, we hear it based on the emotional aspect because they look at love as an emotion. But we say love is a faith. Love is a belief system. So when you jump in a relationship, you honor that belief system and that's through accountability. So that's one portion I heard, you know, I heard when we was having this discussion, the next thing I heard, you know, like when you were saying individual choice and I was thinking like, it's an organization, right? This is how we see the village. Nobody's individuals. Everything we do affects somebody else. You're born into this world and it affects somebody else. You're taking food out of somebody else's mouth. You have to start looking at yourself as a collective entity and know that you're being accountable and you're going to be held accountable for just being in this world. Whether you're doing something positive or you're doing something negative, you're either giving to people or you're taking from people. And if you have a clear understanding of what the process is, 
then you can now fully invest in your relationships. So when we talk about, when I'm really talking about the community as a whole, do you think a lot of people have this mindset like, that's just me? That's just what I want to do. That's just what I have the right to do X, Y, and Z versus if I do this, it's going to affect how people view the community as a whole. If I do this, it's going to affect my personal relationships. What do y'all think? Well, uh, um, let me just answer. So I, I want to touch on something too. So the, the individual part of it, uh-huh. even if you're talking about a group and if you talk, even if you're talking about a community, it starts individually first. It starts with you first. Because uh-huh. if you're not in individually stable and, and grounded, uh, your your worth coming into that community, you know, becomes, you know, if because if, if, we experienced this already, right? And, and this is why I'm saying that. Um, there's people who, who who's not aware and there's some who are aware Definitely. of their stability in life uh-huh. right individually who they are definitely and, and if you don't be truthful to yourself about who you are individually when you come into that group setting because you are so imbalanced it is a it is a recipe of disaster you know to what's happening in that village because you don't want to be honest about who you are and where you at at that very point Pride is a mother. Pride mm-hmm. is a mother. Definitely. And, and when people can't break past the pride, and if I can't say to you, Aziz, yo, bro, I need help, man. I need I need some guidance, man. And don't feel less than because I came to you like that. That's that's powerful. Definitely. Because I'm able to lean on you when I'm when I'm feeling low on something. But if my mentality is I'm not going to ask Aziz anything, man, because he's going to look at me different or he's going to feel like I'm not holding my weight or mm-hmm. so on and so on. It becomes detrimental to, to, the, to the movement. Definitely. Because the pride, that pride has blocked everything that we need in you to help. You know, see, the, 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 the community and the, and the organization is a body. Definitely. And everybody has to do their part. Definitely. Everybody has to flow in it. Everybody, has, because it once something breaks down, it becomes a trickle effect. Because that's how it works. Definitely. That's how it works, and 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 that's why I say you know it starts first individually, mm. because I have to be individually found um, grounded to come in and help and be a part of Aziz group that he's holding because I want to come in there and I want to I want to put that I want to put those those bricks on my shoulders right beside you definitely all right and if I can't if I can't do that all that weight is shifting on you and I'm just there I would agree I would agree. So that's why I was talking about just the individual, you know, where it starts first. Um, it's so important that we we consciously, individually, are focused on where we at and be honest about it. You know, I this is the one thing I say in in, in my group, bro. I said, um, 
I'm the founder, right? I'm the director, right? But I, I, I tell, you know, the boy, we're all leaders. There is none of that. You know, there is none of that. There is no asking me, no, listen, if you are a, if you are a great carpenter or painter and you know that the building needs to get that done, bro, go get it done. Go get it done. When somebody walks in our meeting, I don't want them to determine who's in leadership here. We okay. all are. We all are. And that's how we uplift each other to make sure everybody has a stake in the organization. Shay, you want to comment? Or you got something to add to that? Um, Before I comment, I don't want to, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I put it, I put it excellently, but, um, you know, I also feel like when it comes to community, first of all, in an organization, you have to be equally yoked. There's, uh -huh. It's not going to work. If you're not equally yoked, if you don't, if you're in an organization and y'all don't have the same mission statement, you believe something else, that person believes something else, it's not going to work agree. because you are not equally yoked. I would agree. And mm -hmm. and um, you know, uh, our our experience within our organization is, you know, um, you have to be my my most important thing is self awareness. You, you have to be self-aware of within self. Definitely. Self-knowledge is the best knowledge. And when you, when you, when you have self-knowledge, you won't accept anything. You won't allow anything and you won't take anything. Definitely. And being, being in this organization and before this organization, I was connected to a, another organization, which was a whole different genre from what I'm connected to now. And, you know, you could see, you can see the pros and cons of both organizations. And you can also see the evilness within one organization over the other organization. You know what I mean? And Definitely. a lot of times you're, when you're connected to an organization and, you know, Osa County has a lot of different organizations. But if you're not self-aware and know what it is which that you stand for and who you are as a person, then it'll, it'll be you connected to an organization and you're just connected to it. There's no, like, I'm I, I'm connected to this organization. I'm on the board of this organization. I don't, I'm volunteered. I don't get a funding for it. I don't get paid for it. Everything that I do within this community is, is my, is my personal time that I give Definitely. to my, that I give to my community. But, you know, being here and being connected and working with other organizations, you see you see the um, the griminess. You see the evil. You see people being connected to something just for money. You see someone stabbing, you know, their brother and sister in the back to get ahead. You you see people pretending like they're doing for the community. Like mm -hmm. you see, you know, you see all that. And if you don't have self awareness and knowledge of self. You'll get caught up in that. You understand? Definitely. So you you have to you have you have to be able to understand who you are as a person, and pretty much when you're in the community, always living your truth. Because listen, I my favorite saying is the community don't change. 
if the community ain't feeling you, they're not feeling you. If they feeling you, they feeling you. If they're going to support you, they're going to support you. They usually always stay the same. It's the organizations and the people within the organizations that usually change. Okay. Got to always stay you, and I'm only speaking because of what I what I deal with within Kingston, New York. You know Definitely. what I mean. So you always got to keep knowledge yourself because if you keep knowledge yourself, you're not accepting anything. I would agree. And nobody, nobody can just stand in front of you, like Ty said. I'm a black woman first. Mm-hmm. I, I'm for my people. I love my people, so I'm Definitely. a black woman. So because I do have knowledge yourself. I tend, to, I tend to get in situations a little different than other people because I'm not going to sit and allow anybody to just say what they want to say to me and not have a word for myself. Definitely. You know, and... You have to show self-worth. You have to. And sometimes mm-hmm. people look at it as, like, you know, we'll put it out there. I've been labeled a book. Um... I've been labeled, you know, angry black woman. You know, we, we've been labeled and that's, you know, and that's because I'm, I'm labeled the angry black woman because I can stand up in a room full of Caucasians and tell them how I feel and be okay with it Definitely. and not be afraid to, and not be afraid to lose anything. And that's, you know, I, 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 you know, I noticed in this community when it comes to, you know, our people, that's what it is for them. It's a fear. They're afraid to lose something, mm-hmm. you know. And I always, always have this conversation with Ty about, you know, I believe in a in, in a higher spirit, and I believe whatever it is that God got for you, no man can touch nor take. Definitely. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm not afraid to afraid to lose. So that's why I'm not afraid to speak how you know speak how I feel and how you made me feel. And sometimes that comes across as. I'm this aggressive black woman. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes off as, you know, Tyrone is a bully or he's an aggressive black man. Definitely. You know, and yourself is the most important, most important thing and be aware of who you are and you won't accept any and everything and you'll hold people accountable and have people hold you accountable. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, self-awareness is definitely a part of the process. Where, you know, one thing, I don't know how, you know, how often y'all hear us speak or whatever, but one thing we have consistent in the way we do things is defining our terms. So to speak, we got to have clear definition of terms. So when Tyrone said individual, when he was talking, when I heard him, I'm, I'm hearing identity. Like we separate identity, individualistic thinking. You get what I'm saying? Having an identity is what you was talking about, Sha. Having a great sense of self. What you was talking about, Tyrone. Having an understanding what you bring to the table. That's having an identity. But a part of who we are is connected to other people. And when you're not individualistic or have an individual thought process, then you are aware of that. So you now know a part of your identity is connected to your parents. A part of your identity is connected to your siblings. A part of your identity is connected to your friends. A part of your identity, so you don't just go out and do whatever you feel you want to do if it's going to affect the overall whole of the relationship. Or in your case, it's going to affect the community or going to affect or get frowned upon amongst the community. 
You see what I'm saying? Because you are representing, just like you identified yourself as a black woman. That holds his own separate understanding because you're not the only black woman. So when you walk in a room, you're not just representing shy. You're representing black women. But when we have basically what you spoke about, about people chasing money, people stabbing people in the back, people, that's individualistic thinking. And that's all I was saying as a part of you have to first understand that you are your separate identity, but you're born into people. That's not gonna change. I I totally agree with you um on 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 that aspect. And that's the and see that's the that's the difference breaker that Shy was touching on, right? Uh-huh. Because even in, even in that process, you have you have doers and you have non-doers. Mm-hmm. When you are a doer, you will make people feel a kind of way because the procrastinations of others brings turmoil definitely and it's not too much about what you're doing as a doer it's more about the procrastination of the individuals who are procrastinating and use other tactics to you know bring that turmoil or to point out or to you know all this other stuff so real quick Aziz I'm I'm from Harlem definitely right I'm from Harlem. <laughs> Been up here in Kingston 22 years or whatever. Okay. There's a there's a rich Kingstonian community here, mm-hmm. right? They have pride in being a Kingstonian. Now, when I brung the first African American festival here, that was because there was they, there was no celebration of our culture here. And that, okay. and the culture here is so rich. You know, with with the enslavement here, they I mean, our people built this this whole town, literally. And so me being from Harlem, you grew up on one of the biggest African-American festivals in the nation. Definitely. (laughs) No brainer for me. Like, yo, if y'all not going to do it, then I'm going to do it. Yeah, somebody got to do it. Right. Build it. That was my take. That was my thing. Now, I did my due diligence to try to go to the, you know, to the, the Kingstonians here and say, hey. You know, y'all want to be a part of this? I'm, I'm going to do this. Let's do this. I mean, they was like, nope. They ain't going to let you do it. That ain't going to happen. Nope, nope, and nope. That's all I got. Uh-huh. Right? To the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring in my ones and twos. And I'm going gonna, gonna to bring that in. And I'm going to bring it. And we're going to start the block party. And that's what we're going to start the block party. You know I. In 2019, it went down. Yeah. Now, you would have think that, okay, the 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 it would bring the awareness to like, you know, those people like, okay, it can happen. Right. But it 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 didn't, right? It became more of, oh, you know, the outsiders is trying to take over the town and blah 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 boom. So at that point, I had to re, you know. Re, re look at this situation here, where I'm, what I'm doing and where I'm at, right? And it became to the point where it's like, listen, I am not entertaining no more about what you think we can't do. Definitely. You're not the only Black person. It's like, I'm not the only Black person. But I'm going to do in, in, in my spirit and in my calling 
I'm going to promote everything about us. I'm going to do everything about what we need to do as far as culturally speaking and and and, and all our little ones and make sure that they don't, because I, I was in a school and the first thing that they talk about is enslavement. They telling our kids they are from enslavement. They're not telling our kids that they're, they're kings and queens. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're free people who was enslaved. Definitely. Definitely. It's a that's, process. That's who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's not telling our kids that. So I even, I, so my thing was, I either sit down, be quiet and be obedient to that. Or I do something about it. Definitely. So I'm choosing to do something about it and not just yell out the problems. Definitely. But and, I mean, it's the education system is what you're looking at, but that, that takes us to the next point, right? Wouldn't it be, if all the parents are educated and they're teaching their kids, how could the teachers or any educational system tell the kids something different if everybody's alive? alive? And that's why I say we don't have what we do here in Harambe. It is not a focus point on just kids. Mm -hmm. It's a focus point on families. Definitely. Me and Shaw talks a lot about accountability to parents. Mm-hmm. The parents, the, the 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 parents being now that our parents and we talk. I, I'm not sure we talked about this a year ago on the show, me and you, Aziz. But I said I said this um, before on the show. I said you go look back. I'm not going to go twenty. Go go about ten years ten years ago when they had the big promotion of telling the kids that they can call police on their parents for being disciplined. Mm-hmm. I remember it. Systematic process. Mm-hmm. So that happened, right? That happened real fast. And then you see all these kids talking about, it was all over social media. Yeah, I'm calling police on my parents. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's a systematic process. Now you take, you take giving, you take telling our young generation, okay, you got, you got a spanking on the butt, you know, for whatever. You know, mm-hmm. this of a spanking on the butt and abuse. There's a big difference in that. Definitely. And and you tell these young individuals that that they can do that, and you mix that in with now, we got 15 year olds, 16 year olds, 17 year olds having babies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you fast forward all those those two little recipes together. Fast forward that up to our present time right now. What are we seeing? We are seeing young parents still trying to be out in the street, having parties and having fun. All right. Our grandparents, we are, we are 40 years old as grandparents. Mm-hmm. 40 years old as grandparents. Definitely. Okay. There's no foundation of, 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 of educating the family line. And look at our grandparents. We don't, our grandparents is almost not existence no more. Mm-hmm. We don't have like those those 70, 80-year-old grandparents no more. They they, they, they almost not even in existence. The yeah, oldest man. person in my family right now is 72 years old. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Man. And we're losing, we're, we're losing the generational alignment that was guiding us, you know, in the family realm. You know, because there was the there was the grandfather, there was the grandmoms, you know, then you have the fathers, and you know, we had that generational line and we we don't have it no more. So our kids are running out here free. 
would and they're and they're and they're in survival mode hard. That so hard. when you, so when they're in that survival mode, that's where you get the gunplay. Mm-hmm. That, that that's that's where you get the the robberies. That's where you get all the stuff. It's been there, but not at the magnitude of our young generation that we see in today. And what we're seeing today is that our young generation are out there on their own. They have no guidance. You can't even talk to them no more. They they will pull a gun out you on, out on you in a heartbeat. You know because this is this is the this is the world that they're in right now. Definitely. And, and I love and, and this is why in 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 that matter, bro, is why I say we have to put out in a face. This is why we're not behind doors. We have a building, but all our events is out in the streets, right? Directly in the in, in the hoods, directly in it, because everybody do everything outside of this, but they don't come in no more because they're afraid. Number one, mm-hmm. they're afraid to come in, and two. It's very important that we do address the families, not just the kids. Mm-hmm. Because I experienced this myself, bro, when talking here in the class and they talking about, you know, enslavement and 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 you know the Africans and, and I'm sitting here saying, well, if I'm a adult right here standing in the same room, I could imagine what these kids are thinking. Definitely. Not but one time, not the one kids time. Kids are thinking what the adults are not telling them now. But if that's their first time hearing it, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, I don't, I'm not going to say, say I have the answers to it, but what I'm saying uh-huh. is that bro, you are 100% correct. It's um, our, our in-house is broken. Um, And, and, and we're, we, I mean, I, I always say, man, we in great danger. We in great danger. I mean, because, it's a cycle of delusion to be honest. Like now mm-hmm. we're, now we're the parents. Right. Because mm-hmm. I spoke, mm-hmm. I used to talk to my grandmother all the time. We thought that teen parent, teen pregnancy was bad at our age. And we mm. think now it's bad. No, when they were young, they were breeded to have kids. She right. was having kids. Her friends was having kids at 12. So right. we think it's worse now, but it's actually better now. Because at some point they weren't even being educated. The women weren't even being, you know, they weren't even being looked at as a, a, peren- a perennial part of the family. They mm-hmm. were just breeded to have children. So mm-hmm. when you look at everything from like, if you step back outside of generations and just see what's progressing and what's actually still the issue, then mm-hmm. you're able to see things a lot clearer. Like even the idea of family, like we need to separate again, defining terms. Relatives is blood. Mm-hmm. Relatives is blood. We don't have things in common with some of our relatives. Which is okay, which is okay. Like they want to do this. This person wants to do this because we haven't built a relationship. We just have blood in line together. Why can't your village be your friends? We believe friends are the most important relationship you could have. Absolutely. Those are the people you pick. Those are the people you choose. So when you're raising your kids, instead of raising your kids with your family, which you don't always believe in the things that they're doing, because the family dynamic is a little more individualistic because your brother wants to do this. The other brother wants to do this. Everybody has a different. It's not the way it's governed is not the same as when you now start hang, hanging out with your crew. Mm-hmm. Your crew is governed different. Mm-hmm. Everybody has similarities. Everybody has more likeness. You're not hearing a bunch of people talking about, well, we're different. We're different. We're different. No, everybody's working for 
things in common, mm-hmm. for common goals. So when you're coming together, you're coming together to work for common goals. So when we're talking about the community as a whole, I think what's being passed down constantly is this idea of family and people are being stifled within the family because they have to honor a family goal that they didn't sign up for versus now figuring out how can we now promote positivity and having everybody unite and doing what they want. I'm not saying your family's not still your family, but let's be honest. You're older now. Shay's older now. Who's your closest people? No, and you're 100%. So what I'm going to say is that you don't, you were, I think for the first time, even when Shah said it earlier today, you know, we've been friends. We don't even call each other friends. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my sister. Yeah, yeah it's a different, different family like, dynamic. Like, and, and, and you, and you 100% correct because what I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying. In the organization, it's, we, we don't, first of all, we don't run on the systematic lines of the world. Mm-hmm. We, because why would we run under why would we run under that systematic guideline? Is that the same systematic system that enslaved us? So Definitely. why would we operate in that? Definitely. So that's why that's why what I'm what I'm saying about the village, right? The village is our home. The village is, is 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 in anybody anybody, and we say this like I said, unapologetic. Anybody of of color comes into this village. If you if you are not of color, you are an ally and we make sure that you are, you know, you understand that. You are not going to stand in front of us. You're going to stand beside us or Definitely. you don't stand at all. Definitely. And we make that very clear. Definitely. You know, so because in the in the in the in our village, in our village, it's not all bloodline. You know, it's not. Our village is is several bloodlines that has come together though. Definitely. And, and, Definitely. And, and, and we, we created, created one blood and created one bloodline. One blood, and that's it. So that's you it. understand that you understand that there's something that supersedes the subcultures that we create. And y'all actually have skin in common, blood in common. And I mean, and when you get a little more, when you expand it a little more, you get to see like 90% of us is poor. Mm-hmm. So you even get to see something greater because now mm-hmm. we now battle skin, skin, complexion, blood. Like we start battling that, it becomes a, a, a smaller discussion. But when mm-hmm. you really look at it, when people need to come together, it's 90% poor people. Absolutely. And if we all took care of one another, whether we was a different complexion, whatever, it would change the whole game. I, so I, when you yeah. look at the village mentality, you have to sometimes expand it. But I wanted to touch on, you know, again, when we was talking about, um, when we was talking about defining terms and it's important to an organization like that was saying. And I heard you mention like everybody, you know, everybody being leaders, everybody, you know, in their own right, that person may be a carpenter, that person may be this, and then you're talking about pride, right? A leader, mm-hmm. a leader is a responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. So I know in our organization, we identify leaders. Leadership is a, is a person who's charismatic and is in the best interest of the whole. That's their main responsibility. It's mm-hmm. a role. It's not necessarily, like you're talking about it more as a mentality, right? 
But when we talk about an organization and defining roles, the leader is the person that is always privy to what everybody's doing. So they make sure to keep everybody on the same page versus mm-hmm. the carpenter is just focused on being the carpenter. So he right. won't be the, that person won't be the leader of the organization, but right. they will be the leader in their role. Right. That, that's and what that's, you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Like it, it's clear, it's clear in my organization that I'm the leader of my organization. Okay. It's okay. Clear. And okay. what, what I, what I, what I do is that I don't need to, I don't need to emphasize that amongst my, my circle. Okay. They, my, my, my circle understands, you know, I, I protect my organization. I protect the people in my, I'm, I'm the protector of my organization and the people that's in it. I play well, no my game. recommendation is to find a protector. Well, what I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that because of what we do, as I, as I said earlier in the show, because that we are all black organization, we are constantly under attack, and we of course, of course, constantly, we are constantly, and it's and and it's not even you know it's not even white folks; it's our own people. Mm-hmm. Right? And so what I'm saying, what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that I have a responsibility because every individual in my organization, I personally went to and asked them to be a part of this, like personally, definitely, and. and it was it was my vision that I shared. And what I said to them was, I have a vision. I have a vision. And what I need is you all to help me bring it out of my head. Definitely. And, and it into the into our community. Which is which is a great way. That's great leadership. That's right? great leadership. Mm-hmm. So on top of on top of like like shy. Is a is a is a guru in public speaking, right? Yeah, I can say. <laughs> She's a guru, guru in, public, in public speaking, right? So, my 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 thing is, you know, when when those opportunities come, and those because everybody always want everybody always want the face, right? Everybody always want the face, mm-hmm. and what I would do is go to shy, and if that's if that's what it is. Shy, we have a the public speaking event. I need you there, sis. You know, go handle that. Definitely. Um, and because a lot of things come, a lot of things come to me. And if I don't share it with the board, they probably would never know. Because they, you know, the way the systematic thing works, they everything they're gonna go, they're gonna call a face. Whoever the face is is who they're gonna ask to participate in in many things. Definitely. So I have is my is my duty and my due diligence as a leader of this organization to not just have the community in in our in our in our space just think that it's just me. Definitely. Right? This this is this is this is this is this is shared. This house is shared. You know, this is this is not me sitting on no throne and 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 giving orders. I I I I'm in I'm in the trenches right with them. Definitely. I'm in the trenches because I don't believe in you being a leader, just give, just dictating the work and your hands is just as clean as everything else. And they... you, you're on mute. You know, that's you what, that, you know, that's, what, that's, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not real, real big on titles. I'm not like the title thing for me. It, 
I, yeah. I prefer I prefer not to have a title because I'm Definitely. not big on titles. Um, you know, every organization that you know I've been connected to, you know, a a lot, you know, prior to this organization, my other organization, it was a title thing. Everything was a title. Everything was a title. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, for me, I, I don't like the titles. My name is Shy. You know, I work in the community. I like to be in the community. I'm not all big on, oh, I'm a community activist or I'm a community leader because I feel like leadership can come within anyone. You know, some people are leaders and just have to be taught how to be a leader. Some Mm -hmm. people are, are naturally born leaders. You know what I mean? So, you know, for me, I don't want want to be looked at and even within the organization we're all here to do the work for the greater good as a Definitely. whole as a unit Definitely. you know what i'm saying so when it comes to people getting all carried away with the title you know like ty said yeah he he is the ceo he created the organization you know it's clear that you know he's the leader and he has the leadership when it comes to this organization Definitely. but i'm a leader with I'm a leader within myself, and Definitely. although and although Ty is the leader, it's it's sometimes you wouldn't know because I've had to go toe to toe with him. Definitely, you know, to let you to let you gotta go. Sometimes you gotta go toe to toe with people to let them understand and realize that hold hold up now, I, I'm a leader within myself, and I'm mm-hmm. doing the work that you're doing the work, you know, and. I, you know, like before I got connected to this organization, I was, I was by myself. I didn't have no organization. And that, and that's one of the things that I struggle with within organizations is because a lot of people within organizations are in organizations and they, they, it's like a pride thing to have a title. You know, it's like, oh, I'm the leader. So it's a pride thing for me to tell this person what to do. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm not big on the whole titles and everything. You know, I'd rather go out there and do the work and just do the work. Don't give me a title. I don't need to be taking pictures every time. You know, every time (laughs) I speak, I don't need to be in the camera. I don't need to be seen. I'm going to do the work and that's it and that's all. And, you know, I think sometimes within organizations, people get confused about what, you know, where they are within that organization. If, if it becomes about you and not about the community, Definitely. Then, you're, then you're in the wrong place. Definitely. You, because it's not, a, it's not about me. And one thing I, I respect about Ty is Ty has a big, big heart. He has a heart of gold. And one thing I respect about him is he gives his last blood, sweat, and tears for the community like we all do. But we come in contact with people that are connected to communities. And me, I'm I'm just, it's just me, Ezekiel. I'm calling you out, period. You know what I mean? And if I'm on the platform where I'm public speaking and I feel like you're not on the same wavelength as me when it comes to helping people in the community, I'm calling you out. Because I know I'm putting my all into this. Definitely. You know, I'm blood, sweat, and tears into this. And I'm really out here helping people in the community. And I'm really out here doing it with free of charge. So when I
definitely. You have people coming into the community that I live in mm-hmm. and our community, you know, do GoFundMe's and, you know, pray on the community, use our community, are already affected in hurting community and put up GoFundMe's and get this money and then go, go and buy, you know, go and buy, put a down payment on a home or something or, you know, do something crazy. And then you never hear from them again, or you never see them again. They're that's capitalists. Yeah, they're exactly. capitalists. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so it's like I got a problem with that. And if I, if I, me personally, if I see it, I'm calling you out on it. Definitely. Period. Definitely. And that's the problem. Like a lot of people, you know, a lot of things. When you, I feel like when you affect one person in in the community that I live in, you're affecting all of us. Definitely. Now, this is what I'm saying. You have the mentality. You have the mentality. You see right. yourself as you the community. One person in right. You hurt one person in this community. You hurt in all of us. And I can't sit down and just allow any and everything to happen to my community because I care that much about my community. Even though sometimes we don't get the love back that we give. I'm still, I still care about my community. Definitely. And you got some people out here that don't care nothing about their community. It's like a beneficial gain for them and them only. And mm-hmm. those are the false prophets that I, if, if I see, I'm calling out. And a lot of times, you know, that gets me in trouble. But, like, it is what it is. That's what it is for me. You know, and that's Definitely. I think, you know, I think we're equally yoked with you know with harambe as an organization because we've had our issues within harambe too where you well know, you're gonna have, you're gonna that's the part that's a part of people to coming together that, yeah where we had to do things that wasn't you know that wasn't it was painful for us mm-hmm. but it had to be done because when Definitely. it becomes a liability for the organization it's not about a friendship it's about we have to do what we have to do for the organization purpose before purpose before pleasure right that's how that works. Yes, sir. Purpose yes, sir. pleasure. So um, I, I just want to, like, our job is relationship buildings. Let's say when we're building relationships, our job is to make people more effective communicators, like effectively. You see how you call somebody a false prophet? Without the labels and the titles, you can't communicate. Right. You see what I'm saying? So. so you see, that's what's important. You have to have the titles because then you understand from people from the outside looking in, understand what you do. They come to you for your specific role. They go to Tyrone for a specific role. It's all relationship building. You're not going to say pass the salt and somebody pass you the pepper. But the thing is, you have watched people abuse their roles. See, there's a difference. So now you have this mindset where it's like, I don't want no labels. I want to just stay away from that because people have took those labels and now it's a power thing, not a understanding thing. But it's important to have labels because if you was calling this person a false prophet and nobody understood what that was, it won't be effective. But you start off by saying, yo, he's a false prophet. She's a false prophet. And then you break down how they're false prophets. So it's important to have labels. It's important to have roles and to be clear in those roles. Like right now, just me sitting here, Tyrone is the CEO, the founder. founder. So I'm telling him, why would you be the protector? Because if you're in the front and you're the foundation and you get shot, everything crumbles. 
Like you're the person that started this. So you do want to have protectors that are going to support you in the role to make sure that you can do all the back end work to make sure that you take keep everything together because they are roles and they understand that. Whereas I think you're a protector. We always say there's four types of people you have around you. A nurturer, a protector, a leader, and an organizer. If you have those four people in your circle, in your village, everything goes together well. But everybody needs to know their role. You're a protector. Everything in you when you see something under attack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Everything in you when you see something under attack. See, Tyrone might be like, Yo, let me let me really position this. Let me really see this from the full scope. You're like in the moment. You're like, no, we need protecting now. So exactly. you would be the protector. So that's why he would come to you like, yo, listen, I need something taken care of. I can trust you. And he can send you out there knowing that you're going to protect the organization. You're going to protect the integrity of the organization. And he doesn't have to be there. A nurturer might not necessarily, they feel everything. A nurturer is like, I just want everybody in, in sync, everybody together. And let's not argue. Like they're more of the peacemaker. Like I'm trying to get peace all the time. You're not doing that. You're trying to get peace, yes, but you're unafraid to have conflict to do so. So see, right. like I'm able to narrow that down and break that down based on hearing y'all speak. And that's what is missing in our communities. Everybody's running from labels. Everybody's running from judgment. Everybody's running from all these things that are beneficial. How could you hold people accountable if you're not judging? How could you hold people accountable if y'all don't have labels and roles? If you fully don't understand who a person is and what they bring to the table, how could you employ them in your organization? I don't know what you do, but you could come in because you see. Right. No, yeah, no, yeah. But I, I'm saying that. So, I, I, so let me stand corrected because what I'm saying is that in our organization, people know their roles. They are identified in their roles. Definitely. So, what I'm saying is that when we out there, you know, when we out there, we're 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 in our roles. Like when we sit down and meet and have our meetings. See me, I'm 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 a I'm a damn rock waller. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm I am like shy is the female me, uh -huh. literally. So <laughs> that's why that's why you know when I say that I'm I'm the protector because I I am I I'm not the one to be like yo let me just go check this out and see if we going. I'm 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 on it. You understand what I'm saying? And and that's kind of. That's the that's the kind of the difference. You know what I'm saying of me because it's it's like when things happen, it's going to be either shy or it's going to be me. Definitely. That that that's that's it, right? Everything under everything under us comes to oh let's be the negotiating table. Let's let's be the you know let's do all that other stuff. But when I when I come the way I come. I had already, I had already examined the situation. Definitely, it's not just me coming off a of hearsay. Mm -hmm. I had already examined the situation. Definitely, it, there's no, you know, people like to juggle around. Wrong is wrong, and right, right is right. No, wrong is wrong, and right is right. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? We're we're in that space. Definitely. You know, like, like don't don't try to justify your wrong by cutting it short. No, if you're wrong, okay, I'm wrong. My fault. I'm sorry. 
I, 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 I'm going to do better in that situation. But don't try to cut that off like, man, I know what I was wrong, but nah, it's no, it's no but in that. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Own it. Own it. That's okay. Most people make mistakes. I'm not saying that I was never wrong or, or things or my decisions wasn't always right. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that, but inside Shino's, like for instance, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to put us out there, eh? There was a situation in the organization with members of my organization, right? I was so pissed that I had to, I had to evaluate the situation. I would pull aside to the park. I said, listen, me and you got to talk. We went to the park and we sat down. We chopped it up, right? I gave her my truth. I told her what I was unhappy about, and I told her my expectations of her. Definitely. In the situation. And long story short, when we walked out of there, we walked out of there with an understanding that I I know that we would never have to go back to. Because we walked out of there with, with pure clarification of who we are to each other. Definitely. And it needed to happen. It, it, it's a must. It's a must. I would, I would, I agree. It's a must. Conflict is a must. It's a positive. Mm-hmm. So when people avoid conflict, they're destroying their relationship slowly. You have to embrace it. Yeah. You have to meet it head on and you have to yeah. make it clear. You have to yeah, definitely make it clear. Because I mean, the reason I'm the reason I was saying I wasn't saying you wasn't a rock rock. I'm saying when you was a foot soldier, let's say you started out low in the organization. You mm-hmm. was a foot soldier. You had the you had the capability at that point to press to, to press people head on to show that you're a rock wild. But once you're at the top, you gotta now encourage other people to be rock wilders because your job is a leader. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Other people how to lead because you're not going to be here for the rest of your life. So your yes, job is now encourage other people to lead. Yes, sir. So you have to maintain that. You can't be the first line of defense, even though you want to. Even though you're like, yo, I have to. Go. I gotta know. You have to find somebody that you feel can speak for you, articulate for you, and move forward because you got other things you need to handle. You got to pick your battles differently when you are leadership. Because I'm the yes, same sir. way. I like to meet things head on. I knock on your door. Yes, I come to your house. I had to realize at some point I can't do that. I had to realize yes, at some point as I moved on the responsibility, as people started expecting, because you're going to get killed. Like, that's how it is with me, right? I know. I know I'm unafraid. But now when you're like, okay, you don't want, you can't put yourself and your organization in that situation. Forget you. You know you can't put them in the situation to lose a leader. So you have to now look at it from that standpoint and say, how could this be handled in a way where people aren't put in bad situations? And I'm not always putting myself in bad situations because I have to protect the organization. You get what I'm saying? When you put it together, you have the roadmap and you're always five and six moves ahead in your head. So everybody's not privy to everything that's going on in your head, but you're making moves in your head. If that information goes with you, then everybody has to start all over. So you have to understand, you have to protect yourself. So that's what I meant. Like, 
Understand your no, role. No, no, I, no, I got it. No, you was on, you was, you was on point. And I, and, 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 and what I was saying to you is that with exactly what you're saying is what I started implementing. Like I have, I have fell back a lot. Definitely. Like I have, I have fell back a lot on a lot of things. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? And I had, to, and I had to refocus on the mission of the organization. Definitely. So I don't get involved with that, with the chit chatters. You know, I don't, I don't go pressing people. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't do nothing. If it's not, if it's not before me in the present, it ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I had to square myself away from that because my nature was that rock wallow. Definitely. Definitely. I understand. It wasn't hard. It, it, it wasn't easy to curve that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I and 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 to uh, what I like a lot about what you talk about, you talk about a lot of identifying, uh-huh. right? You talk about a lot of 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 observation and 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 knowing and understanding, and Definitely. that's that's what I had to do. Uh-huh. I had to I had to take a step back, and literally the time that I went and talked to Shy is is where I started the process okay. of my evaluation. Definitely. You see what I'm saying? So it took me time. I'm not all the way there yet still, but so I don't even, may not even know that, but that's when I started my process of how I need to move, how I need to change, how I need to, you know, where my presence, you know, need to be in, you know, and to the day, I have changed dramatically. You know, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out there. I, I cut some people off. I, I I stop going to certain groups, you know. I don't I don't go to certain places. Yeah, you, you know? have to you have to make I, it all scarce. Yeah, I just reevaluated that and started you know putting and 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 I'm not a, you know, I may say a couple of things a, and but I'm you know, when I know what I need to do, you won't hear it. You will see it. Definitely. No, you should you should say it though. You, you know, no, I, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is that I may be in a meeting and say it that time, but after that, I'm not talking. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's time for you know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. I'm implementing, I'm implementing, I'm implementing my actions. Definitely. Now it's time for action. And so it, it is important. Go ahead, Sha. Yeah, and it's definitely like, you know, I, I hear you and I understand everything you're saying about you know, Ty is the CEO and he should be able to step back and then someone should be able to step forward. And, you know, the crazy part about it is usually that someone is me because it's, mm-hmm. it's within our organization, within our board. Like, you know, like he said, we, and we're at the process of doing this. We need to, as an organization, reevaluate what's important to us Within Harambe, within Harambe, because we couldn't. We at one point we were connected to two organ, two two other organizations, and we came in as a trilogy. Definitely. And you know the reason why Ty gets stuck doing everything is because everybody's dedication is not the same when it comes to the organization. Definitely. Because because we were connected to a trilogy. You know, you have this organization, you know, and their their determination, their drive is their organization. 
Mm-hmm. You got this organization and they're determined to drive is that organization. And then you have Harambe. So, Definitely. you know, and I, I, I'll be honest, I'm one that went to him and was like, we got to disconnect. Because when everybody's determination is not the same and they don't have the same energy for what you have, you know, that energy for, mm-hmm. it's not going to work because now it's becoming about self. People are coming, you know, people are, are connected, but it's not connected as a unit. It's Definitely. connected as self. Definitely. I'm Definitely. Going, I'm going to go get this for myself. Mm-hmm. But they're using the name of Harambe to get it for their self. Definitely. At some point, you know, I, I went to Ty and was like, we got to disconnect and just worry about Harambe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, no love lost because, like I said, everybody within these trilogies, we call them family. But at the end of the day, what's important to you? Mm-hmm. This is why I said to Ty, what's important to you? Definitely. So that's what you focus on. Mm-hmm. And they go, you're protector. I told you. And I'm a person. I'm a person as a friend. So my loyalty to him as a friend is saying, Harambe is what's important to you. Harambe is what you focus on. Definitely. Let everybody else do it. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to have, you know, you got to have that. You got to have that. Them soldiers that when you say, listen, line up, it's time for war. They got to be on that same page. Definitely. They're not on that same page. Then you need to disconnect that. You need to disconnect them soldiers for when you go to war because you want to have somebody that's going to have your front, your back, your left, and your side. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have your front, your back, your left, and your and your side, then when you go to war, you getting killed. Definitely. Because you're not going back to back with your man or your you know your homeboy, your homegirl. You're not going back to back with them. So pretty much, you're in that war by yourself. And I feel like if you're going to be in the war by yourself, then there's no reason to be connected to anything. You're an assassin. So you'll kill anybody for the right price. Exactly. And you don't need an assassin in your organization. <laughs> and me, I'm not, I'm not going to stab my brother in the back or stab my sister in the back and sit in the, and sit in the face of Satan and stab my brother and sister in the back to get what I want. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have that. I'm not built like that. You know, I'm formerly incarcerated. I don't know if you knew that. I'm not built like that. Mm-hmm. I'm built on, I'm going to be on this side with my brother. I'm going to be on this side with my sister. And if my brother and my sister disagree to it, then I'm with that. You feel what I'm saying? And Definitely. That's it, and that's we don't have that in this community. And mm-hmm. that's, I'm just being real. We don't have that in this community. We don't have that amongst these organizations. And that's where the conflict comes in at because it's like people turn it into they join and they, they they connect to an organization and then it becomes about it's about myself now. And that and it's not gonna work like that. So I told Ty, you gotta disconnect. Definitely. It, it might hurt because these are people that we care about, we love and they're our friends. But if you wanna protect your organization, then that is the decision you have to make. Definitely. What are you preaching? Like the main thing what we started with, right? I was saying y'all got to be intentional with your words. Individuals. Y'all probably don't want to use that word. We are individuals. It's all over social media. I comb it all the time. I look individual posts, individual posts, individual posts. I'm my own person. I'm my own identity. I'm my own this. That's the glaring 
red flag. For anybody who's building a village, for anybody who's building an organization, for anybody who's building something greater than themselves. When we're teenagers, we're worried about us. We're figuring out us. We shouldn't be 30, 40, 50, still worrying about us. Now it's time to invest in something greater than us and leave our foundation and leave our mark. So when we talk about the village mentality, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about understanding that you're not just a single entity. Understanding that you, every time you leave the house, every time you wash your behind, every time you put, like you are taking somebody else's time. Understand that you're taking time from somebody else. You have to understand that. If somebody, you decide to do something personal, understand you didn't factor in your relationships. So they may congratulate you, but they may distance themselves from you. And it might be a positive. You have to know the difference because it's not positive for the relationship. It was just positive for you. So you got to be able to separate the individual mindset from the whole organization as a unit. And that's what we talk about in our relationships. That's what I meant by people are our currency. That's what I meant by people are our foundation. Because when you have the right people, you can move and do anything with yeah. the right yeah. people. I, I agree with you with that. And I think that, you know, to, to what Shai was talking about is that's what we that's what we that's what we do. We we never talk about like us. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't say like yo, you know, I want to go have a party. And and let me say this too, or so it's on the record. Everything we every fundraising we do, every money we get, one hundred percent of that goes back into the community. Yeah. 100% of what we raise goes back into the community literally okay. so it's what what I'm what I'm saying is that we are we we are totally on that wave you know it's never about you know us it's about okay how do you know we need to go raise money to do this to do this festival like we just had a beautiful Juneteenth event again at the burial ground Right, it, it it costs us about seventy five hundred dollars, and that's money that we raised to throw. Definitely. Right, we raised the money to do our festival that's coming in August, which I want you to come up to. I'll send you that info. <laughs> but yeah. we got the festival in, in in August. We we raised that money. We have that money. We you know we're set because one of the reasons why we're doing that. Is another part of as we talk about mentality, right? They the the system that that's created has us thinking that we're already less than, and then when we're already thinking that we less than, then that makes us become looking for handouts all the time, right? Because we don't have the belief we don't have the belief that we can build this building. We don't believe that us coming together we can lay this foundation. Definitely, because we're 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 so programmed to believe that we're second nature or third nature, mm-hmm. you know, to our counterparts. Definitely, and what we did was saying, no, everything that we do that we want to do, we're going to raise that. We're going to get that. We're going to make it happen. We throw the boat rides, the fundraiser. We throw the sipping paints. We. You know, we do all this stuff to raise the money that's going to counteract right into all the events that we do every year. Definitely. You know, the building. We didn't take no loans. We went to go raise. We raised that money and paid that building off. No mortgage. No none of that. I we still... raised that money. 
with determination of everything that we knew and the power that we had to protect our ancestors and get this land that is in ownership of their their descendants, who is now responsible to take care of their final resting place. Definitely. So we didn't want to go to no bank and get no loans. We wanted to raise that money, purchase this property, and mm-hmm. be of full ownership of this land so nobody can dictate anything to us Definitely. about what we can and cannot do. So that was the that was taxes. the <laughs> so so, taxes. So we're not for taxes. profit. Okay. We're not for profit. Okay. okay. You know, and 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 you know, and 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 up here, not just up here, but everywhere, they take our communities with a red line. So this is where you will find all the drugs, all the guns, all the all the all the no's and don't do's. You know, you can look at you can look at the areas. You know, and, and tell what's what. Like, like you won't find you won't find liquor stores, Chinese stores, these all these groceries, little things in certain neighborhoods, right? So when you see these type of stores, you know the neighborhood. If you don't know, you will know, real fast. Definitely. But those are our neighborhoods is the same neighborhoods that they take and write data on and send it to the federal and state government and say, hey, we have issues. We need millions of dollars to deal with these issues. They get these millions of dollars and it never touched the surface of the community that they that they use the data for. Uh. And and this is what we fight in. This is what we say. And this, this is what, is what you and this is what you need to be doing. As opposed to being Absolutely. on the ground, lacing up your boots, you need to now start changing laws, changing legislation. Everybody always talks That's about the that aren't out there marching and yeah there is there's a role for that but there's also a role for people who are doing the leadership work like really getting legislation changed and you don't see them you don't see them you don't know they exist but they are Mm -hmm. doing a lot of the work because they are researching they are going Mm -hmm. to the meetings they are making sure that they affect change on a um state level on a federal level they're making sure they're rising so like i always tell people he was in front of you change what's in front of you and as you're moving up you change what's in front of you and as you're moving mm-hmm. up you change what's in front of you stop talking about the president talk about your community if you talk about your community and now you're leading your the community, then you can talk about what's above your community and then you become a, a mayor and then you can talk about what's above your state and then you become a governor. And then you can talk, it, then you're changing lives in a large capacity. There's a there's room for everybody to make changes. There's room, and that's what I understood you meant yeah. by leadership. I just wanted to be clear. There's room yeah. for everybody and be a star in your role. Be a star in what you chose to do. If you don't want to make yeah. the time to go to those meetings and do all that, then do something else for the organization. But don't be mad at the person that's doing all of that getting all of the, the, the publicity and stuff because that person's putting in the work. You have to always identify what person's putting in a majority of the work and who has most risk because they're going to get the rewards. That's just the reality. Superstars on a basketball team, they get the wins and losses. So whether they're getting all the publicity and they're getting all the money, they're getting all the headache too. Yes, sir. You get to go home to your family and nobody worried about you. They shield you from all of the gossip and all of the craziness. They shield you from it. So you got to always understand just because somebody's living pretty 
financially. Don't mean they're living pretty in their mind. Don't mean they're living pretty because they got a lot going on. That's a whole fact. That's a whole fact, bro. They got a lot going on. You said a lot there, bro. You said a lot there. I mean, I understand. I understand. I understand the importance of fully understanding and looking at each other's roles and stop just envying one another. We're here to help each other. If you Absolutely. keep the if you keep the goal of goal, we're here to move as one vehicle, one unit. And if Absolutely. you if you're not willing to move in that in that direction, get off the bus because it's all get about focusing. When you now mind. say you're gonna commit, lace your boots up, commit, and be fully invested for life. Because we're trying Absolutely. to change lives. We're not just trying to enjoy a vacation. We're trying to change lives. So when you strap right. up, be ready to change. I'm so glad you said that. Oh my God, that's such confirmation. That should be confirmation to Ty because I, I said this to him like it may very well be we end up with four people on Harambe. Definitely. You know you what have, I mean? You have it, to go hard. It, it it may well be we end up with four because I can only count, you know, a few of us, but it they it very well may be where we go from 12 to four addition by subtraction addition by subtraction you just said a mouthful if you if you now get off this bus and like i always use this quote and that term is said everybody ain't gonna make it Mm -hmm. you know and the more the more we you know the more we into the you know into the trenches and doing the work and with the community i i see it every single day and I say it to Ty all the time. Everybody's not gonna make it. Definitely. Everybody every my everybody's not gonna be on the same wavelength that you're gonna be on or I'm gonna be on or Charlene's gonna be on or Carl's gonna be you know what I mean everybody's not gonna make it and look I just named some of our other members, board members that you know that do the work. But everybody's not gonna make it. Definitely. You know, so at the end of the day, that's okay. Definitely we might have we might have to start fresh, but when we start fresh, we're going to start fresh that with people that are going to come into the organization and be equally yoked with Harambe Definitely. and not and not make it a self-gratification. You know what I mean? They have to be equally yoked because honestly, we do the work mm-hmm. and we do the work with less funding than all these organizations out here and we make we make it look like we got they that, that our funding is millions absolutely not we Definitely. just make it look like and we well, do the work if you have them out here giving other organizations 2.2.5 million like Ty said you don't see where it's going into the community Definitely. like they they just get the money and then we like, well, what happened to the 2.5 million? I didn't see them do anything. I didn't see them doing this. I didn't see them do fundraisers. I didn't see them do backpack, you know, back to school programs or backpack program. I didn't see any of this. So where's the money going? So it's like, you know, when you say I'm a protector, I am one, because anything that I'm on, I'm giving it my, my 110%. I'm giving, I'm giving blood, sweat and tears to it. That's the first thing. And Definitely. second, I, my organization is my family. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. call them my brothers and sisters. And and every one of them can tell you, I am the protector. I might be the biggest protector because I'm willing to sacrifice what I don't want Ty to sacrifice. Definitely. I mean, every, like, every leader needs one. I like t- you said, he, he, is, he 
body. Mm-hmm. It's like, Ty, sit back, don't say nothing. I got this. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because Definitely. it's like, I'm willing to sacrifice because they can't, I always say to him, they can't take nothing from me because they don't give me nothing. <laughs> so it's like, let me sacrifice it and you sit back because, you know, not only is he the head of Harambe, he's also the human rights commissioner. Definitely. Of, of Ulster County. Mm. So I always say to him, Ty, you got more to lose. Than I, mm-hmm. do. I don't got nothing to lose because they ain't giving me nothing. That's so the, let me, that's let the me, exact. Let me that's that's exactly what I was trying to say, man. But the village, I mean, it's yeah. all about having the village mentality. It's all about, like we say, we all. <laughs> if you a love snob, you hold love to the highest of standards, and you have principles. And everybody that feels like they feel trapped by principles, they feel trapped by structure, they feel trapped. They don't understand true freedom. True freedom is knowing what you're getting into, knowing what you're going after, and waking up every day with a purpose. But I'm going to end it on that one. And I thank Ty and Sha for coming, you know, and having this discussion. We talked about, you know, how personal relationships affect the community. All right. Enjoy.